Hi, Rodney Jane here from Bob Jane T-Marts. Specialists in tyres and wheels for over 50 years. We stock what tradies need. Tyres, wheels or batteries, we've got you covered. Steel or alloy wheels, 15 inch plus. Big brands such as Monster, RO8, CSA, Fuel, PDW and Dynamic. A massive range. Tyres, we love tyres. All-terrain, mud-terrain, 4x4 and SUV tyres. We stock all the top brands such as Bridgestone, BF Goodrich, Falcon, Goodyear, Michelin and Yokohama. Make your 4x4 ute or van look awesome. Cracking deals at Bob Jane T-Marts. We won't be beaten on price. We'll look after you. Test and seize apply. been coming for a long time. These two do not like each other. There are two parts of the story as always. Red flag, this is a suspended uh, race. Okay, welcome back to the Parked Up Podcast. We're powered by Race Fuels. My name's Grant Rowley. And there's been a lot going on in the world of motorsport, in the world of supercars of late. And I got a couple of cool chats with a couple of drivers who have been in the news of late and all related to one team who have got some big news to tell. So from that team, Dick Johnson Racing, I decided to bring in probably like the most famous Dick Johnson Racing driver of all time. And also a former uh, full-time podcast, uh, parked up podcast host, Tony Delberto. Uh, on to uh, this, this episode to talk about uh, Dick Johnson Racing, plus all the other things that are going on in the world of supercars. Tony D, how are you? Mate, I'm fantastic, and I think uh, this is great to be back on the pod on a regular uh, slot. You know, I, I won't feel so bad about putting an invoice in this week. Um, but you're right, big, big news for Dick Johnson Racing this week. Uh, they just seem to be putting out press releases left, right, and center. So they've uh, obviously announced they've got a new owner of the team or co-owner, however you want to put it. Yep. Uh, they've renewed some drivers, which is fantastic. So I reckon they should just go the trifecta. They should announce the co-drivers for the next 10 years. Mm. Yeah. I so was let's, it. let's lobby. It's the only... Let's get it thing, done. It's the only thing they haven't really locked in. They've locked in the future of the team. They've locked in the future drivers, regular drivers of the team. Uh, you're next. You've got to be next, right? Are, are you tomorrow's news? Oh. Well, you'll have to wait and see, but uh, that would be fantastic. I think it would really show the continuity within the team, you know, uh, and just keep building, keep building until I'm old and can barely walk. Okay. That's, that's, that's the plan. Ryan's story listens to this, right? The good doctor. He might, uh, maybe the, these little <laughs> nudges might get him, uh, get you across the line. Uh, so yeah, so exciting news for the team, a, a new majority shareholder at DJR it's Brett Ralph. So he joins uh, Dick Johnson race or Dick Johnson and Ryan story as uh, the owners of V8 supercars, supercars oldest team and uh, arguably in some sense, uh, one of its most successful. So 10 championships in total and Brett Ralph and the Ralph family have now joined as owners of the Dick Johnson racing outfit. So uh, just to, for a little bit of background, uh, Brett Ralph is certainly no stranger to big business and big sporting franchises. He owns the Jet Couriers business uh, and also has family interests in the uh, Melbourne Storm NRL club 
the Melbourne Aces Baseball Club, uh, as well as uh, a, being a director of the Sunshine Coast Lightning Super Netball Team, Melbourne United Basketball Team. Absolutely Gee. loves his sport, this guy. Loves his sport. And now he's getting into the uh, big bad world of motor racing. He's been part of racing in some ways through um, being a personal sponsor of Anton Bitti Pasquale for the uh, for for the last little while, so he certainly understands his sport. the uh, The family love it, and yeah, nice to have a uh, fresh face in at the very top of the championship. Well, without a doubt, it's great news for Dick Johnson Racing fans. Um, you know, to have that security within the team, it really does secure the team into the future, and I think that's what. Yeah, Ryan story and, and Dick were trying to do. Obviously, might take a little bit of pressure off financially as well. Um, it's a tough old game, very expensive one as well. But uh, it'd be interesting to see what you know his vision is for the team and, and what he's going to, uh, I suppose, the direction he's going to try and head it, or if he's just going to be a silent partner. Um, who knows? I mean, as far as I know, Ryan and, and Dick will still spearhead the team and uh, you know lead the team. But, um, yeah, I suppose uh, time will tell how it all sort of pans out. But all good news at DJR this week. It's been a massive week. Yeah, also re-signing Anton and Will Davison. So I've got a couple of uh, chats that I did with them earlier in the day to talk a little bit about driving for DJR, re-signing with them. Uh, I got Will to open up a little bit about, um, yeah, how he's just uh, reinvigorated himself, which is... Uh, which which is kind of weird, I reckon, because you you're talking about someone who ever since he's driven in that category, he's always you know been a threat. He's been at the top, and it's funny that you know the will will Davison be replaced or is his time as a full time driver over has all come when he's been yeah arguably in the best form of his life. Oh, that's the thing. I, I just couldn't understand it. All these rumors with Will Brown and Will's absolutely smashing. Will Davison and he's smashing on track, you know, pole positions, race wins, podiums, like so consistent. He's just, he has gone up another gear this year. He's, he's really found himself and it's, it's really great to see, to be honest. And um, I, I don't know, like I, I, I suppose the team would be silly not to look at their options for drivers. Um, but I just think they've got such a good lineup now. So why change it? And um you know, I'm glad. And, and Grant, I'm not talking about me there. Okay. I heard you laugh in the background. Uh, you know, I'm talking about Will and Anton. Um, you know, it is a really great group. They work well together and they're still, you know, Will, no doubt is, you know, getting towards his senior years in his career. But, you know, the performance on track, um, you know, speaks for itself. So why, uh, why replace him? So I think it's a great decision for the team. Cool. So, look, while we're talking about Will, let's jump into that chat that I had with him. We did it at the Repco head office today uh, down here in Roeville in uh, Melbourne, Victoria, and uh, a whole bunch of supercars drivers went to the GPC head office to uh, to meet and greet with the, the huge amount of staff that they have there. They had a bit of a Q&A with Aaron Noonan. Uh, and did a uh, a whole bunch of activity. Even the Peter Brock Trophy was there. I touched it today, Tony. I touched it. Oh, crikey! I haven't even touched that. Well, Please. you if you do get to touch that thing, hopefully it's a uh, 
in in the most uh, emphatic and uh, sensational way that we could possibly <laughs> think about. But um, hey, here's, oh. uh, here's the chat that I had with Will Daver. Now, Will Davison re-signed at Dick Johnson Racing. You don't have to answer any more questions about re-signing, so that uh, must be pretty cool to just uh, put that one behind you. Uh, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled to continue with the team. Um, you know, obviously, we're, we're having a great season. It was not something that really, honestly, preoccupied my mind too much. I've been just so focused on getting the results. Um, obviously... Um, yeah, obviously it was something that now I don't have to talk about anymore. It's uh, everyone knows our plan, and we can focus on you know continuing our form and, and building into next year. It's going to be a huge off season with Gen Three, and uh, having that continuity is is really important for us. So um, yeah, feeling good, um, happy with the form I've had this year, but uh, you know always as always digging digging deeper to to extract more. The form has been uh, I, I, should, I don't want to I, I kind of want to say outstanding, but I guess we. Expect, expect that uh, you're going to always operate, you know, right at the top. But for some reason, you know, people have highlighted it even more. Uh, the fact that you, you're doing well. It's not the first time you've been racing at the front of the field. Why do you think that uh, there are those people, not necessarily asking questions, but putting focus on how well you are, are actually doing? Uh, because, um, you know... It's the way things go in this sport, and uh, you know, a lot of people are probably short-minded, which is fine. It's just it's a very fast-moving sport, so uh, you know I know in myself. But any time you try and maybe touch upon that, just it sounds like excuses. It doesn't matter. Results are all that matters. But there's huge factors in this sport to be competitive. Um, of course, the driver plays a huge role in that, um, but so does your team and the people you've got around you and the environment you're in. So, um, you know, I've always remained. But, you know, positive in myself. You know, I've had many, many good years in this sport. Um, you know, and I also had some years in really small organisations where I, I take a lot out of what I achieved in some of the, you know, teams I was with, you know, whether that be winning Bathurst and finishing fifth at Techno um, in 2016 and winning race in Mercedes-Benz and being a top five regular in 2015. Um, to then joining Phil Monday at 23 Red and obviously being the customer at Tickford but you know 2019 knowing where I stack up and uh, where I was at early 2020 when uh, the pandemic hit so um, I'm, I'm fortunate that the people that know know and you know I ended up with this amazing opportunity in the pressure cooker environment of, of you know being in car 17 and um, you know I'm proud that I've been able to do the job not the job but a good job um, but you know needing that pressure of needing to hopefully um, you know even get more out of yourself it's uh, it's an environment I love being in um, you know and I feel you know I feel I was always capable of great results um, and uh, yeah I, I certainly honestly think I, I still need to find more. Uh, and happy birthday for recently as well. You joined the 40 Club and it's uh, it's all sunshine from here. Don't stress, I'm part of the 40 Club too. Uh, I, um, like, I guess the easy question is, how long can how long do you want to keep going? But uh, I think we saw some quotes recently from yourself about uh, talking to Will Power and how he's in the form of his life. Uh, you're in the form of your life. You're staying evergreen. You're uh, as fit as, as ever. You know, you can... I don't know. Do you feel you could squeeze five, six more out of it? I don't. I don't put a number on it. I mean, it comes down to age. It's something that's been a bit blown out here. I mean, I think uh, any athlete that remains hungry and driven and looks after themselves, uh, there's absolutely no reason that uh, you can't 
continue well into your 40s. Um, I think a lot of athletes after 15, 20 years at that level get burnt out and they get distracted. I think that's why sometimes some people drop off, others don't, they thrive. And I think myself, I'm as hungry as ever. Um, I love the sport, I'm incredibly passionate about it. Maybe it's because what happened in 2020 and it uh, reinvigorated my drive and my, you know, having the opportunity I've got when I, I faced not having a drive only a few years ago. So um, yeah, I'm as hungry as ever, I get as nervous as ever building up to every race. Uh, I look myself in the mirror and I'm as, as critical as ever when I don't do a good job. So with that comes you know, constant self-scrutiny to be better. Um, and I feel exactly the same behind the wheel. I don't know what more else to say. I know I'm fitter than ever. I know that for a fact in terms of my actual results when I go training. Um, and I know my feeling behind the, the wheel feels the same. So year by year, we'll assess it. Results speak for themselves, as we know. Uh, but I feel good behind the wheel. I feel hungry and determined. And I, I love racing uh, more than ever. So. Um, yeah, I think the results will speak for themselves, but uh, I feel I've got, you know, certainly a, a great um, perspective on motorsport now. Um, I have a lot of experience, but uh, I think I've got a really good balance as to the way I, I approach my weekends. Um, okay, new owners for the team as well. Have you met uh, the, the new owner? What's the uh, and, and what's the vibe like? Yeah, definitely. Uh, it was great to have uh, Brett uh, in at the workshop to address the team uh, recently. I've met Sean, his brother, as well. And, uh, no, I think it's very, very exciting um, exciting times for the team. Uh, honestly, I think uh, you know couldn't be a better partnership to what's such an iconic, legendary team. Um, you know, we, we still operate at the very, very top end of town with the crew and the team and the sponsors we have. And I think the Ralph family... Uh, and what they stand for speaks for itself with their business and sporting heritage um, to, to join to join forces with what's such a legendary team. It's, it's exciting. I think it's a very, very exciting time for the team and all our fans and supporters. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to, uh, yeah, looking forward to having them around and working for them, if you like, and, uh, you know, really achieving some great things into, the, into this next uh, era with, with the team and Anton. And, mate, last question. You've come to Repco's head office today to talk to uh, and, and meet all of the staff here. Obviously, Repco, major sponsor of supercars, but also a big part of the uh, partnership team at Dick Johnson Racing. They, uh, they're, they're investing quite a bit in the sport, aren't they? Uh, yeah, I mean, investing massively in the sport. I, I love everything that Repco stands for, um, their heritage in motorsport, um, is second to none so they're yeah they are the naming rights for the category and they're you know a, a huge partner of ours at Shell V Power Racing so no, I think it's uh, speaks volumes of the category I think they're the perfect fit for the category um, you know every time I come here to the head office uh, just the way um, the office is laid out the way the working environment is set out for the staff it's it's a great place to be it's a it's a vibrant uh, place to visit so um, no it's always nice to come and address your sponsors, particularly when their um, staff are actively a part of that, uh, whether they're into the sport or not. It's what they do all day, every day, is, is work for Repco. And this is what Repco stands for, is, is motorsport history. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a pleasure. It's honestly a pleasure. It's a privilege, our position as, a race, as racing drivers, to drive the cars, but also we don't do it without these amazing partners. So to share how our year's going, um, good and bad, um, to share our thoughts leading into a race weekend, it's, it's honestly 
something that's not a chore in any way. It's um, it's something that's important, and uh, and I enjoy it. And of course, thanks Will for his time. We uh, we just finished that chat, Tony, talking about uh, doing sponsor appearances and uh, getting to meet and greet. I'd imagine they have to do it all the time. And yeah, even now yourself, you have to do that as well. It's uh, schmoozing and meeting and shaking hands and kissing babies and all of those things. Um, you know, these, yeah. uh, these, these types of people, like you've got, uh, you know, a really good deal with Honda at the moment for your TCR Australia, uh, campaign and, and, uh, you and I have done a whole bunch of things in and around that program and the, um, the media and the marketing of it. Uh, yeah, it, it takes a lot of, uh, relationship building and, uh, yeah. schmoozing you'd say to, uh, to keep those financial relationships and, personal relationships alive yeah without a doubt it's super busy for those uh, main guys um even this weekend at Sandown, being a local round for myself um you know i'm going to try and take a bit of load off those guys in terms of you know doing appearances and keeping our sponsors happy because they, they sort of you know those guys they have to focus on the weekend at hand and, and the task at hand of actually going racing and uh but, you know, all those supporters and sponsors do need to be serviced. So myself and Alex have, have got an event on Friday night and then each day, Saturday, Sunday, we've got different appearances to do for the team. So it's very, very busy commercially for a big team like that and big partners, um, iconic brands, you know, uh, probably demanding isn't the right word, but um, they do, you know, require a fair bit of the team's time and, and that's what... Um, that's why they get paid uh, to go on the car. And, um, you know, that's, it's just part of it. So uh, I'm happy to, happy to do that and uh, take a bit of pressure off the boys because hopefully they can focus on their job and, and win some races, which is what everyone's there um, to try and achieve. Mm, cool. Okay. Yeah. Big weekend coming up at Sandown. Uh, now, just before we start talking about Sandown, who's going to win, who's going to spin, is it going to rain? When mm. will it rain is probably the uh, main question. Let's talk about that soon. But I caught up with Anton Di Pasquale as well to talk about his new deal uh, and a couple of other things. Anton Di Pasquale, a new deal with Shelby Power Racing Team. Nice to have it locked away and you can just get on with the rest of the year, I suppose. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, pretty easy going. Uh, obviously, good to have myself and Will re-sign. Um, and the team keeping that continuity into Gen 3, which is going to be very different to what we have now. So uh, super exciting for us. Um, wasn't too stressful, a bit of a formality more than anything. So everyone's got eyes on the future and, uh, and big hopes. So uh, looking forward to it. Speaking of eyes on the future, Gen 3 is the big thing. Uh, the team has played a big role in getting the, um, the original car up to speed. Is that an advantage? Is it a disadvantage? Uh, are you feeling confident moving into next year? Um, I don't think it makes too much of a difference. Um, obviously, a few of the guys have been working on the car for a year or so now. Um, but once everyone gets their hands on them, and you know, they haven't been doing any, any setups or development or anything like that. So, yeah, there's no sort of team advantage in that aspect. And from the drivers, I think everyone's getting pretty similar time. Um, we haven't driven the cars that much, um, if, if much at all this year. So, yeah, it is what it is. Every team just have their own ideas, um, go about it their own way, and sort of we'll see come the first round where sort of everyone lays. Um, but it's, it's super exciting either way. You've had a couple of drives of the car. Your impressions? 
Uh, yeah, I haven't driven the car um, since basically the start of the year, so it's changed a lot since then. Um, some key things have changed, which um, it sounds like it's gone in the right direction. So hard to say how it is now because I haven't driven it in its current form. Um, but yeah, very different car, um, very sort of, uh, you know, moves around a bit more and all those kind of things. So yeah, we'll see how it rolls out. Um, like I said, we ha I haven't driven it in its current form. So given uh, feedback right now, is probably not accurate because it has changed a fair bit. So we'll see. Um, I might have another... Ha have another rip before the end of the year, not too sure, but uh, either way, it's going to be super exciting. Cool. So, re-signed with DJR, the oldest team that we have in supercars, you would have seen and felt the history and what, what it means. It's more than just a modern race team. It's a team that has a long, long past, successful past. What's it like uh, when you think of, of all those things? What's it like for you as a driver, knowing that you're part of something that's been around for a long time um yeah it's awesome um i think you know djr and shelby power racing as it is now is 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 a massive entity in the sport um knew that from when i've been in the sport and even well before that back into dick day and stuff like that um you, and you see that being a part of the team how passionate the fans are and we have a big fan base which are really passionate about our racing and um, which is really cool uh, to have that behind you um awesome group of partners which have been with the team for a long time as well so the team's very healthy, very exciting. It was um, going to the next area, Gen 3, um, some new ownership on, on board as well, which is really cool. Um, it's a team sort of going strength to strength, so it's, it's super exciting. A lot of uh, fans, which also brings a lot of pressure as well. Do you, do you feel that as well? Do you feel like you've, you know, it's more than just you driving the car, it's more than just the team? It's, there's a lot of people who are involved and invested in it. Uh, yeah, for sure, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's pretty hard to put more pressure externally than what you put on yourself. Obviously, you want to win every race and do the fastest lap every lap and all those things. So there's no one that can really expect any more than that, um, which is what you expect on yourself. Um, yeah, so pressure and everything doesn't change too much. I think, um, obviously, you want to perform and you probably hear about it when you do or you don't, probably a bit more than if you were to add a smaller team. Um, but from a personal point of view, uh, yeah, you just, you're just going hard as you can all the time and uh, you're... You're, uh, you're probably as down, if not more, than the, the fan. You know, it hurts It hurts when you have bad days and it feels good when you have good ones as well. So, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't make too much difference. Um, you, you're, you're trying as hard as you can and the pressure's pretty high on yourself every day. So, sand down this weekend, uh, a three-day schedule, back to three days. Uh, do you prefer these three-day meetings over two days? Two days just seem like they're cramming a lot in. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a three-day fan. Um, even when we go to go to Bathurst, we're four days. I'm a, I'm a fan of that as of that as well. Um, and yeah, I mean, kind of missed the 500 here. Got to do uh, two of them, I think it was, and the retro round and cool liveries and the hype and the build up was always massive for that, leading into the Juros. So do miss that a little bit. Um, but yeah, sprint round here, it's still cool, still awesome track, fun to drive. Um, always puts on really good racing. So hopefully we roll out of the truck, um, get through Friday well, leading good stead and have a good weekend. And you've got your little mate, Tony D, uh, my, uh, my podcast mate, Tony D, yeah. uh, getting back in the car on Friday. Important for him to get some laps because he actually missed uh, a lot of the testing this year due to COVID and due to other little factors that have just kept him out. So good that he's going to get, um, I think, his first real run in the car this year. Yeah, he's jumped in 
somewhere ride day and I think he did a couple laps early in the year but yeah it's um it's always good the more laps the better just keep him fresh um obviously he's racing his other stuff as well and going well in that coming off a couple wins and and all that so um he's, he's in really good stead but he's, he's a safe fast a pair of hands um so it's it, it's been really good working with him um so we'll see how the form guide looks on, on Friday night. Um, we'll see what tyres Ludo gives him and then uh, <laughs> and go from there. But either way, get some laps here, um, do some rides on Monday, some more laps, and then uh, obviously the pre-season test for Bathurst, and then off, off we go. Now, thanks, Anton, for his time there. Uh, great to catch up. And also, he mentioned at the end there about uh, what tyres will Ludo give you to try and <laughs> set the world's fastest lap time at Sandown on Friday afternoon. Uh, yep. Are you looking to break the lap record in the, in your uh, co-driver uh-huh. practice session? I'd like to, it's the co-driver Grand Prix. Um, yeah. and it's known for, uh, known as that for a very good reason. And, uh, but I, I know I can hear it right now. Ludo is going to come up to me when I see him tomorrow and say, I got nothing for you, mate. You got no tires. So I'm sorry. So I'm actually hoping it rains. I hope it rains so they're forced to put some good wets on for me and uh, we can have a bit of a crack. So, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter where we end up in those sessions. It's not important. It's just uh, about getting mileage. But, mate, there wouldn't be a race driver out there that doesn't want to end that session on top. There's a press conference after it as well. So, yes. <laughs> um, you know, it's um, the, 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 those guys that go out there and say, oh, it doesn't matter, whatever. You know, that's only because they haven't finished at the top of the session. I, I guarantee if they had a good session right at the front, they'd be stoked. So uh, that's certainly what we're aiming to do. And hopefully Ludo's got something for me. <laughs> Please. Top three. So the top three go to the Friday afternoon press conference. This mm-hmm. is the, this would be a huge highlight for any co-driver because the, the co-driver <laughs> and the main driver need to go to the press conference on Friday afternoon. Uh, now, but it's based off the co-driver time. That's right. That's right. So you so, guys have got something really, really shiny to uh, shoot for to <laughs> cop the big hard questions from the speed cafes and the V8 sleuths and the motorsport.coms and folks, of course, folks will be there. He'll be asking questions. That's when I roll out of it and let Anton answer those tough questions. I'm not sure what to say. Uh, should be right. Cool. Okay. So sand down this weekend. So look, you're driving with the Shell V Power team in the Enduros this in the endurance race this year, the Repco Bathurst mm. 1000. Teaming up with Anton, uh, and this is basically like a not the final hit out. I think you've got another test day in the lead up. Is that right? Yep. Yeah, we've got another sort of dedicated, well, I say dedicated, it generally is dedicated to the co-driver and enduro prep um, just prior to Bathurst. Um, And that will sort of be my major hit out because I missed the last test day because of COVID. So uh, I had COVID myself. So um, I I definitely need the miles. I haven't done a huge amount this year. We've got a ride day, like a sponsored ride day on Monday after Sandown. So I'm I'm tipping I'm going to get a lot of laps that day. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it would be nice to do a proper test day and have a bit of a crack before we go to the mountain. Speaking of that ride day, did, have you convinced your dad that it's going to be a part of his world mm-hmm. on Monday to come in and hop in inside the uh, the number 11? 
I absolutely have. He's locked and loaded. Oh, so nice. unless he gets COVID over the weekend, he's coming for a ride. Uh, so he's booked in for like four o'clock on Monday, Grant. So you need to be around to capture this. Last uh, session. This is the, it'll be the yep. right at the very tail of it. The, the tires will be great. <laughs> doing burnouts the whole time. <laughs> oh god. Um, yeah. Cool. Okay. So uh, so we've got sand down this weekend. The weather just doesn't look brilliant. It doesn't look brilliant, does it? Friday. Friday's probably no. the worst day out of all of it. Yeah, I think around two o'clock when the co-driver session kicks off, I think it's about when it starts raining. Uh, but, you know, Sandown's got its own sort of weather pattern. So um, who knows? We might get away with it. It might just be, uh, might rain around us and the actual track will be nice and dry. Um, but yeah, it, it's Sandown this time of year. It's just such a high chance of rain. Uh, it's generally quite horrible, to be honest. So I think they'll be lucky if they get full dry races. I reckon it's going to be one of those weekends where it's wet, dry, drying, raining again, you know, unsure what to do with tyres. And generally that adds to the spectacle. You know, the racing is generally a hell of a lot more exciting when it's like that. So from a spectator's point of view, when I'm watching on Saturday and Sunday, I hope it's like that. Uh, But on Friday around 2 o'clock, I hope it's bone dry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear. Cool. Well, we can't do much about what, uh, what happens up there in the sky. Um, all right. So obviously you've got your, your hat firmly in the Shell V power, uh, um, camp, hoping they, uh, pull out a couple of wins, keep what is a very mild championship hope alive because Shane Van Gisbergen, uh, has, um, showed everyone again, exactly how to do, uh, supercars racing is uh we saw shane last year come back with come back through um the the uh incident of uh, having a a collarbone broken collarbone yeah and um able to take race wins is uh anyone a show of beating van giz this weekend well it generally has been a very strong track for triple eight so uh and, and that shows with Shane driving me one arm last time and, and getting it done. So um, they're going to be hard to beat for whatever reason, those triple eight cars work so well around there. And, you know, the actual triple eight Red Bull racing team, uh, they seem to be able to get more out of it than everybody else. So um, I don't think it's a factor of, you know, you own a triple eight car or a customer of triple eight and suddenly you're just going to be at the front of the field, but uh, they have been super strong. It hasn't, generally been an amazing circuit for djr um but has been strong for tickford in the past we've seen cam waters take the 500 before um so yeah you can't discount those main main guys but uh i think triple eight are going to be the ones to beat for sure um okay cool and uh, cam waters has found a uh, a nice little patch of form as well if if there's anyone other than shelby power of course is Tickford the team mm-hmm. that can take it up to Triple Eight this weekend? Oh, I think so. I think definitely uh, Cam Waters will be towards the front. Uh, yeah, he's he, it's, he seems to be getting more and more consistent. One of those front guys that no matter how good or bad the car is, he seems to be able to drag something out of it. So I'd expect him to be quick. And he's always very good in those changeable conditions in the wet racing as well. He's got very good car control. And, um, 
yeah, he's going to be one of the one of the guys to beat, no doubt. If it does bucket down, I I think the Penrite guys they've got something going on in the in the wet that their cars are just amazing. So yeah, they could they could surprise a few. I reckon they're going to be my um my little hot smoky. tip, a smoky, a little smoky, yeah, my smoky for a, a big result if it does bucket down. Cool. Good to know for my little sports bet account, just in case, just in case. Um, okay. Uh, now, has, uh, what else What else do we need to look out for at Sandown? It's actually a, an, a packed uh, support card as well. Super mm. 2 and Super 3 are there. Carrera Cup, Toyota 86 Racing, Aussie Racing Cars. Uh, who else is there? There's another category there. It's just, it's uh, jam-packed. Yeah, heaps and heaps of racing um, and really top-notch categories. So, um, you know, the Super 2 fight is is well and truly alive. So that's going to be great um, to continue that, watching that. Uh, Tyler Everingham today was confirmed uh, with Scott Pye as an enduro driver. So I think that's a fantastic get for that team. Um, I really rate Tyler. Um, so he'll, he'll have a lot of confidence going into the weekend. And um, a little bit of confidence always helps. Um you know, when you're, when you're driving a race car like that. So it'd be interesting to see whether, whether he can continue his form. And obviously uh, Zach Best had a very good round tail and bend. So he's full of confidence as well. So uh, yeah, that'll be interesting that fight. And then you've got career cup, the, the usual regulars at the front there. Of course, I want David wall from wall racing to, mm-hmm. to dominate the weekend yep. and uh, get a few good results. Cause he's not far off the title uh lead either i think he's maybe second or third in the, in the fight now uh but right up there and then uh, you got 86s and i don't know if it's actually been announced yet can we we might be able to break a story here grant Go for it. i think a good friend of ours mm-hmm. is driving in the toyota 86s this weekend uh i didn't think we had any friends i thought it was just you and i Clearly, because this is me back for the second week in a row. Um, <laughs> Fabs is going to race 86s. Ah, cool. Yep. Anyone know that? Has uh, that been announced? Well, no, they don't. That's the thing with the Toyota 86s. They don't announce because okay. they're just meant to be there. Uh, those types of drivers. I think um, I had Michael Caruso come on a few episodes ago just before the Townsville race. And, yep. uh, and he started talking about how he was doing it. And I thought, geez, I didn't know about that. But that's the way they go about it. They don't okay. um, highlight those. Um, yeah, they don't put a press releases out. No, no, that's right. That, that's, the, uh, that's, okay. the media, that's the media gig I need. No press releases <laughs> for big stories. Um, yeah, well, so, that's exciting, though. It'll be interesting to see how he goes. Well, interesting think, to see if he can mix it with the young fellas. Isn't the mandate for those guys not to win basically uh i think it's frowned upon they're they're help they're there to help they're there to help obviously promote but also a little bit to uh guide some of the uh younger guys uh around and and help uh mentor them because the top part of that field are all young guys who want to be the next fabian Coulter, the next michael caruso the next tony delberto so oh Jesus, maybe I should do 86s. That'll be, that'll be good. That, that phone still hasn't rung, has it? No, it hasn't actually. No, it did. It did. And then they got cancelled and yeah, never again. Um, 
We won't go into that though right now, but it will be interesting to see how he goes, how he handles it. But you're right. They, they sort of do come on more as an ambassador and a, a coach and a mentor for the young guys. And one guy that does it very well is Luffy. Yep. Luffy just he will give his time to anybody, but then he goes out and wins the race as well. So um, <laughs> he's got the balance down pat. So, yeah, lots and lots of racing this weekend, Grant. Very, yeah, very heaps. exciting. Heaps. Amazing. Are you excited? Yeah. I'm have, bloody you got stoked, mate. have you got a ticket? I actually haven't got a ticket yet, no. Um, I'm hoping Shell Vipow will help me out with that because otherwise the car might be sitting in pit lane with no driver in it and I'll be at the gate yelling. So I might have to give you a call to get me in. Yeah, cool. All right, we'll find a way in for you. Uh, mate, look, thank you so much for coming back onto the Parked Up podcast. You're always part of the family here. Pleasure. Who do I send the invoice to? And, uh, yeah, you can send it anywhere you like. You can send it anywhere you like. <laughs> <laughs> you've, got, you've got my address. Uh, your emails typically go straight to my junk, my junk thing because I know if I'm getting emails from you, it's going to cost me money or it's going to cost me time. Ah, oh, typical, typical. No. Um, yeah, what cool. what day do you get there, mate? I'm going to be there Thursday and Friday and Saturday and Sunday. All Jeez. of them, every yeah, day. Right. Yeah, right. You want to pick me up on the way, or super race fan? Uh, yeah. What? Uh, let Let's talk about this. I can I can do okay. Saturday and Sunday pickups. Okay. Right. Yeah. Excellent. Just save me. It saved me tolls, fuel, parking, all that stuff. Yeah, no, I've got media parking. We'll so talk. That, the parking's free, but you will need to leave when the Network R team leave oh. on Saturday or Sunday. So I can't guarantee early departures. Oh, that's good then. You can't. I cannot. So we we're just going to get there before the race. No, I can yeah, guarantee yeah. early arrivals and very late departures. Ah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Right, right. So you can fully anyway. We'll. We'll, we'll discuss this off air, but thank you for having me on the show this week and a great week for Shelby Power. And I'm very, very happy to be part of it, Grant. And uh, I'm going to do my absolute best in the co-driver session to bring it home for Parked Up. And uh, I'll, I'll mention I'll mention Parked Up in the press conference after. Really? Oh, this is exciting. This if is I make it, if I get top three, if I get top three, if Ludo gives me some tyres, which... Guys, I don't think it's going to happen. But if he does, if he, if he actually, if he doesn't, I might just have to shortcut turn two and three or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm. That, that could work. That could work. That could work. That could absolutely work. So, um, anyway, I'll do my absolute best to try and get in the press conference, and I'll I'll give you a shout out. I love it. Perfect. Thank you. Uh, until uh, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, this was parked up. Of course, you can listen to. Uh, Parked Up Plus every Monday with the great man Mark Fogarty. Uh, you can listen to Girls on the Grid. That also comes out Monday. And also the Napa Auto Parts Grassroots Racing Podcast. The next episode is coming up real soon, this Friday actually, uh, tomorrow by the time this lands, and it is with Marcus Sikanovic. So uh, something definitely to tune into with the, uh, with the dynamic duo Gary O'Brien and Darren Smith. Tony D, thanks for joining us. We'll, uh, you guys will hear from me next week. See you, mate. You've just listened to another Network Heart production. 